Welcome to Time for Success, Business Owner Dad's Edition. And this is Matt Barbie, your host. We, this is the show that we actually dig into what does success mean for you know, business owners and, and how does that play out in their lives, in their families' lives, in their businesses. Um, I'm a strategist, a business growth strategist, and, and I love helping people make businesses that give them the lives that they've always dreamed of. And uh, sometimes that, that can be tough as a business owner, right, John? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> John uh, John Duckworth is our guest. He's the uh, owner, uh, co- co-owner, right? Yes. Co-owner of uh, True Title Company. Uh, John, please tell us a little bit more about your company and, and a little bit, too, about your family. Sure. Uh, True Title is a full-service residential commercial uh, title company here in St. Louis. Yeah. Um, we help, um, you know, real estate agents, buyers and sellers close on, on purchases of their homes, refinance their homes. Uh, we work with commercial developers and investors to help revitalize St. Louis, build and develop St. Louis into a, a nicer place. Um, everything from rehabs of, of old buildings in the city to, to large developments in St. Charles or Jefferson County. Oh, wow. That's great. So how did you get into the, the title industry in the first place? Well, I'm uh, one of the few people uh, who looked at title and chose it as a career. Most people fall backwards into it after <laughs> a philosophy degree or an English degree. <laughs> You have those too, though, right? Uh, we do have those. I okay, used to good, say I good. collect I collect liberal arts degrees. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> uh, no, uh, my background and my education was in international business, and so I spent a, a brief time working in Europe following college, which was a an amazing time for a twenty three year old. Oh, yeah, uh, to be to be roaming around Europe. We could probably uh, just do a whole show on that. Absolutely, <laughs> things that I don't want my kids to hear about. Maybe, <laughs> um, but. While I was there, I kind of realized that the, the corporate world was not for me. I, I bumped into a, a few obstacles trying to get some initiatives completed and uh, just did not find the, the satisfaction I wanted. So I, I went back home and did some soul searching as to what I wanted to do and uh, ultimately came upon real estate as, as a career I wanted. And that was to be an investor, to be a developer. Um, and of course, you can't just jump in to become a developer. You can't just... You, you need a job. Right. Uh, so I needed a job somewhere in the real estate industry, and I, I, I didn't want to go into sales. I, so I looked at two t- places. There were, I'd have the tools I would need to invest and develop, and, and one of those was a title company. And mm-hmm. I got a job there at a small place in St. Charles County. And once I was there, I found out I was actually kind of good at it. Nice, nice. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I invested quite a bit um, in the early days. That was in the boom times of the early 2000s. Mm, uh, yeah. I was actually I was able to flip properties and, and bought a trailer park. Um, oh, I was doing wow. all sorts of things while yeah. still working at the title company. Um, and then, of course, we hit the crash. Mm. Um, so while I had done well in that those early boom times, there wasn't a whole lot going on in real estate. And I uh, was fortunate enough to uh, get a job to help start a title company for a, a foreclosure law firm. Here oh, in town. okay. And while there, uh, I was able to cut my teeth as a manager, um, learned how to grow a business. I think we went from something like five employees to 60 employees in a two-year period. That's we pretty fast. This That's pretty fast. Yeah foreclosure tidal wave that well, hit the yeah. country so take advantage of it while you can i guess yeah and then uh again working for other people was never my cup of tea uh, <laughs> but 
in those years in real estate, there weren't a whole lot of other opportunities and, and certainly starting a, a business to serve the residential commercial industries, which were dead, deader than dead, uh, was not a good idea. But I waited for the right opportunity. And, and eventually, uh, once that opportunity came around, I, I jumped on it and, and left to start my own shop. That's fantastic. So, so you've got quite a bit of history with real estate development, and uh, you couldn't couldn't wait to to get your own business started again, and, and jumped onto that. And when was that? Two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. All right. And um, and so, tell me a little bit more about your family, because I'm sure that uh, that's kind of been a journey leaving what you had before starting your own business and and all that too. So tell tell us Absolutely. a little more about your family. So uh, I've been married to my wife Shannon since. Uh, Oh five. Um, okay. She and I actually uh, were, were friends in college. Uh, we didn't go to the same college together. We met at a conference um, and and became friends. And um, that friendship developed over time and eventually resulted in, in us getting married. Yeah. And so it was a conference. It wasn't a cake party. It was just right. <laughs> when they're in college, it's all the same thing. Um, a little bit of both. It was a business conference and always results in lots of parties. So. <laughs> Um, but no, so, so actually when I was living in Europe, she and five other friends came over the week of Thanksgiving to visit. Uh, and that's sort of when our relationship began. And so that may have also helped influence my reason, my, my decision to come home. Right. Right. Um, and then we have two boys, uh, Finn and Elliot. Finn is 11 and in fifth grade, Elliot is nine and in fourth grade. Um, they're almost two years apart, but Finn's the oldest of his class. Elliot's the youngest. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that certainly was is a big part of my decision to be on my own. I always wanted to be that guy who could coach the baseball team, the basketball team, and, yeah. and be available for the school play or, or, or what have you during the school day. Yeah. Um, and and so that was always important to me as I as I mapped out my career was being able to have the flexibility to leave it. 11 in the morning to, to go to school or, or three to go to the baseball game yeah yeah well that's uh that that freedom lifestyle i think is a is a big motivator for a lot of folks uh did you get that immediately when you started in 2013 no <laughs> <laughs> you know as a business owner that freedom is um it's it's a double-edged sword you are right. free and you're never free All right yep Right, you know, I, <laughs> I'm never on. Or I'm, I'm, I'm never off. I'm right. always on. I'm always available. But I can be available wherever I am. Right. Uh, so, yeah, when I'm at, when I'm doing the the kids stuff, I'm not going to answer my phone, but I'll I'll text. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I still have half my mind is still kind of focused on, on what's going on at the at the at the office or yeah. whatever needs to be done for a client. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure, as as most folks, you know, when you, when you started in 2013, um, there was a little bit of a transition for the family. I mean, I'm sure there were a lot of late nights, or or were you fortunate enough to where it kind of just all fell into place? No, there were a lot of late nights, <laughs> and I had a lot of support from my wife. That's um, great. That's great. So, you know, when we made the decision to do it, it was this joint decision. Hey, we we're making a good um, living at this job where I work for other people that I don't really care for. Yeah, um, but we're making good money and, and certainly quite comfortable. Yeah, and said, "Hey, guess what? We're gonna 
go from making all this to making nothing for a while. Uh, <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs> Hear me out for a second. <laughs> so she she was supportive of that decision and and said, "All right, we're going to cut back to the bone on a lot of things. We'll, we'll um, s- shop at Aldi a lot more frequently. We're not going to Whole Foods for a while." Right. Right. Um, Hey, Aldi's is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> you got to shop at all the places, right? Right. It's, it right. gets good stuff. But so, so there was a lot of that cutting back, and there was a lot of, hey, I'm going to come home, and but then I'm going to go back to the office, or I'm going to go sit in the sit at my computer and work for three more hours. Right. Right. Um, but I used to say in those those first that first year, especially, people would ask, you know, how do you like it? And I said, well, I'm I'm working more for less money, and I love every day of it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and I knew, and we made an agreement. And I said, two years, give me two years, and we'll be back. On year three, I'll be back to where I was. And um, fortunately, things went well enough. We worked hard and, and was able to recruit the right number of people for our team. That by the end of that second year, we were already back. That's fantastic. Uh, so we really yeah. only had to take that step back for one year um, before we got back to where we needed to be. Good, good. But you know, you, it was a calculated risk. And uh, it was important having a, a supportive spouse. So now, did did roles kind of shift a little bit at that time? I mean, did did I mean was she willing to kind of jump up and do a little bit more? And and but then it kind of rubber banded back the other way. Now that you have a little bit more freedom, like how how, how did that look? Because I, I I know like a lot of folks, you know, they. they they're always trying to figure out the whole like time management piece, right? Right. But sometimes you have to have a discussion of okay, let's maybe some role shifts in that piece. So I mean, did did you guys have to kind of do any of that? We didn't have that too much. One okay. of the things that we both agreed on really early in our relationship was the importance of of having one one parent stay home. That's great. Yeah. Um, with the kids when they were little, and um, you know, my wife did decided to take on that role. Okay. And so so yeah. she was already. Uh, the primary caregiver at home. She she at the same time I was starting um, the business, um, she was ready to start her own part time business oh, okay. as well. Uh, and, and that was that was the same age. Twenty thirteen was the year that my um, my youngest, I guess, in, was about ready to start kindergarten at that point in time. Yeah. So so we, lots of changes. Once they were in school, both in school full time, she yeah. was like, also able to start her little part time business as a fashion stylist oh fantastic so um it was it was exciting for us because i was also i'm entrepreneurial by nature my wife is is just she's talent yeah she she has skills at fashion that uh that most people don't and so i was we had that excitement of hey here's your business let's get your business cards and working on our stuff my stuff for the company oh cool um was a lot of fun so you guys were being able to kind of work on those two ventures together, and so there was a little bit more energy around the whole like business startup thing together. Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Now, did she? Uh, so during that time, she's jumping into it. You're jumping into your thing. I mean, um, did that uh, create you know additional conflict or, or challenges uh, if you guys were kind of both going in your different directions, or was it just good that you guys were both? excited about business startup and and just diving into that whole thing I, we were both excited and we were both supportive uh, of each other and good flexible enough um with what we needed to get done that we we just found a way to make it work we didn't have a whole lot of conflict in, in those early days outside of the normal conflict that right well you know yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um no i looking back it was actually uh it was actually pretty seamless because we supported each other that's so. great that's great 
Now, um, during that time, there was a lot of, you know, again, time, I guess, spent each other, like working on each other's businesses and all that stuff. Now, were you guys kind of cherishing that time working together? Were you help working together on each other's businesses or, or did you just kind of each go off, do your thing and then just try to make some time, some together time outside of that? How did that work? Um, you know, I think a lot for us, what it was dinner, family dinner is another thing that's also really important to us to, to, you know, at least now that our kids are older and doing activities most every night, but at least, you know, three to four times a week, we want to all be together around the dinner table. Yeah. Which for my wife and I always ends with, you know, the kids running off to do homework or, or whatever they're going to do and play. Yeah. And the two of us sitting there and catching up on our days and, and relaxing and sharing the challenges that I would have in my day. I know she usually just listens to me talk and complain <laughs> and or or share the joys and excitements that really she doesn't care that much about but she's just she's happy for me she but she cares that you care she cares that i care and she's there to listen so uh, and i would do the same for her she her yeah. her job is much more part time so it's not uh, yeah. she doesn't have as many things to talk about necessarily on a day-to-day basis yeah yeah okay yeah, but I'm sure she's got plenty of family things though to talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, and she's very active in in the school and, and good, everything good, else with the kids. Good. So, going back to uh, to kind of your 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 why and and you know that whole time freedom and and what success ultimately looks like. Like, so if you were to to say you know five years from now, or, or maybe ten years from now, whenever you've reached that pinnacle of success, right? Maybe next year. What? <laughs> What does that look like for you, and what does that look like for your family? Do for my, guys, for my wife and I, we kind of we, we worked on this plan uh, a few years ago to sort of define what that success looked like. So that uh, the idea was, I could see myself just digging in, and every year I want more, I want more, I want more, and knowing when to say, "All right, mm. enough is enough." I, yeah. I, what is enough? So that I knew when to slow down. So. We looked at this plan, the 2030 plan, we called it, because that was the year both of our kids um, would be nearly finished with school, with, with college. Um, and and that was to be able to take a step back from my daily role at the company, still be active, but traveling three months out of the year um, wherever we wanted to go and, and go set down and, and roots a month here, a month there, yeah. and travel. Um, but between now and then, it's it's being able to travel with our kids. We like to do adventure travel. Oh, cool. Um, we like to go skiing every year. Uh, so it's to me, it was always the idea of success is being able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Yeah. Um, which within reason, when you have kids going through school, that's, right, right, it's always <laughs> somewhat controlled. But if you can find the time to do you know two to three vacations a year. Um, staying close with your family, your extended family, uh, yeah, and seeing the world at the same time—that's yeah. that's a big part of it. Well, tell me more about adventure travel. What does that uh, What does that look like? Well, um, so it's I kind of started with me. It started very early, but with the family, um, it started with the business. It, it coincided. Okay. So in 2013, when I made the de- decision to make the jump, I I had a had to quit my job, and I had a non compete. Um, so I had a period I had to sit out. I couldn't work on the new business and, and my wife and I were talking mm-hmm. one night and said, you know, if we're not going to make money here, we can, we can do that anywhere. Um, so we decided to look to 
do a sabbatical somewhere. We, we went to Ecuador, rented a condo for three months, wow. put our kids in school down there, uh, preschool effectively. But um, and and so that's where it started. So we would down there. We would kids would go to school Monday to Friday. Friday afternoon, we pick them up and we hit the road and go see some place in, in and around Ecuador, whether it's mountains or jungle or, or beach or, or islands. So uh, it started there and, and we've gone to Nicaragua. We, we went to Iceland this past summer. Um, and sometimes it's more fun and relaxing uh, to go to a beach, uh, but seeing different parts of the world yeah, uh, is, is hugely important to us. Okay, so, you know, you, you kind of, like, glossed over the whole, like, sabbatical thing when we were talking about starting your business before, like, you know, like, like, like it didn't happen. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, tell me more about this sabbatical. So, you guys, I mean, were you working on titles out in Ecuador, or, like, what were you, I mean, or were you just straight up just taking a break, just kind of putting the pieces into place? How long was this uh, sabbatical? Was it just three months? Like, what, what did... What did that look like? Well, so I was, I was, my focus was always on building the company when I was there. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, a, but it was also a magical time to be with my family more than I would ever be with them on a daily basis. Yeah. So the kids would go to school from, it was a morning session, you know, I don't remember the time, so let's say nine to one. Okay. Uh, I would, um, we'd ride the, we'd ride the city bus and I'd drop them off at school. I'd walk back to my condo. And my wife would go take Spanish lessons, and I sat at the kitchen table with the laptop, and and I worked on planning, uh, planning aspects of the business. I was also doing some consulting uh, for a couple clients, okay, um, as well. But it was a lot of me seeing what was going on back home, keeping my fingers on everything that was happening, uh, but without directly working in the business. I was just planning for the future, you know, yeah. planning our marketing plan- strategy, planning hiring strategy. Uh, writing the the stuff that's never fun for a business owner, like policies and procedures and (laughs) things like that. Nice. So you actually had a little bit of time beforehand to actually just kind of write all this stuff out so that you could just go and execute. You didn't, you know, because a lot of business owners, they kind of start because, you know, whatever situations are just ready for it or whatever, and and they kind of put all that stuff in place. So you actually had a period of time where you could really plan a lot of this stuff out. Did that did that help you? Do you feel like that helped accelerate your, your growth a little bit faster than if you wouldn't have had that time? Certainly. I mean, it, certainly, it did a couple things. Obviously, it, it sharpened my focus onto what we were going to do as soon as we got home and, and, and hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, but it also allowed me to decompress and relax and, and build up that relax that relaxation <laughs> uh, equity, you know, so that I could yeah. spend that over the next year when I didn't get a whole lot of time to, to just sit down and relax and, and be with the family. I was working all the time. So um, providing that level of rest ahead of a, of a long grind was important. And I, and I also have to point out that the way I joined my company you know, was a little – started this was a little different because my partner ha- had already gotten the business started. Yeah. I, I had to sit out the time. So it's a business was running. It was not doing well. Mm. Um, I was, and that was certainly my late nights there were <laughs> watching the business struggle to succeed uh, and losing yeah. money month after month. And I, you know, so you, there were those moments where I'm going, what did I do? And yeah. are, are we going to succeed? Are we going to make it? Why did I make this jump? I'm going to come, come home to this company. that's really in the hole. It's just getting out of the gates and it's struggling. Wow. Um, I but bet. that's that was that was part of our partnership, and I knew that, that that's my role was to was business development basically. Was that actually it's the opposite? I'm the operations oh, okay. guy. Oh, okay. Partner's the business development. Okay. He, so he was able to get in, 
get the business in the door. Okay. He's not the operations guy. So so he came in, revenues went up quickly because everybody came, but it, they couldn't service it. And then mm, the, those, okay. those clients started to go out the door because the service was poor. And so my job was to come in and, and, and stabilize it and, and really okay. build the operation from the ground up. Well, I think that's really insightful, though, um, you know, because oftentimes people are kind of good at like one or the other. Like they're really good at sales and business development. But when it comes to the follow-up and fulfilling on those promises, that can be tough. But fortunately, you had a good partnership mm-hmm. where you could kind of balance and play off of each other pretty well. Sure. I, it, you know, they're, they're, that's a double-edged sword as well. It's really important to, to have the yin and the yang. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to, to offset our strengths. Uh, but the the, uh, the other side of that is the challenge is that you don't see eye-to-eye on a lot of things right, because right. you are such different people. Um, and, and that's that's one of the things that I think isn't talked about enough when people are starting businesses is the challenges of navigating a partnership. Because that's probably yeah. one of the uh, one of the more significant challenges we have every day is yeah. is our partnership. And uh, I joke with my wife and my business partner that I married the same person in, <laughs> in life and in business uh, because they kind of have a lot of the same tendencies. That's not fair to either of them. It's a joke, but but it. Your business partner is like another spouse because right, you are right. married financially. Your your futures are intertwined uh, closely. So, if you don't get along, both personally um, and professionally, it yeah. can lead to a lot of challenges. Uh, so, yeah. it's important, just like in a in a marriage, communication is incredibly important. And absolutely, uh, and, and so that's certainly one of the bigger challenges that we've navigated over the years. Yeah, um, partnerships definitely can can be tough um, because a lot of folks ha- like having that person to to, to fall back on. Um, you know, if they if they need have some other ideas to bounce ideas off of, right? So you you have somebody like that. But, um, but yeah, when it comes to the differences. So what do you guys do to, to resolve? Is there like a certain strategy that you guys use to just like go and whiteboard everything out and then, or do you have to like bring in a mediator or like? <laughs> well, uh, early on just it was- fight it out. Like, all right, whoever wins, right? It's just bare knuckle. <laughs> um, you know, some I'd like to say that we have this perfect strategy and that we get through it and that, yep. that we're just- always on on point and and getting that and that's not really the case in reality early on we established what our roles would be in the company uh and i think that was that was important in really saying that this this duckworth this is what you're gonna do and 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 banjack we're both john so that's way to go oh yeah there you go yeah banjack you're gonna be doing x y and z um so by by differentiating that um and establishing that our roles very very succinctly that has helped avoid a lot of the conflict that's good um, that's good and i i am john john also has a law firm um that he operates separately so i am very much in and on the business oh, more so than him and yeah. he's, he's deferential to me but he's that guy that we can go back and forth to to just talk about strategy to talk about yeah um ideas or problem solving and troubleshooting when we when those things come up so okay. because of that role differentiation early on it's really helped avoid most of the conflict so did you guys like draw like an org chart and kind of where you filled or you know where where you uh fell into that or did you guys just kind of like lay out the all the different roles and, and just kind of list it out and or how did you yeah, guys pretty much okay pretty much just if i'm bullet pointed uh you know this is what i'm gonna do and and this is what you're gonna do 
but that's not something that's static over time and it's something that needs updating and yeah. and those are the those aren't fun conversations to have sometimes because you have to be candid with each other yeah. about you know where where you're falling short yeah. Uh, yeah and being able to listen to that constructively to get better so those yeah. are things conversations have to be ongoing yeah Absolutely. Well, we're running short on time, and I want to make sure that you give everybody a chance to to uh, know a little bit more about, like, really quickly. If you got like thirty seconds, how uh, how you know you you help your clients, and then how people can find more information about you. Right. True title. Uh, we pride ourselves on our problem solving culture. Okay. Most title business is simple. It's easy. Ninety percent of it anybody can do. But when you run into that one deal that you can't get across the finish line. Uh, that's where we come in because we're able okay. to get those deals closed. You can find more about us at truetitle.com, uh, and we're right. happy to help. Well, thank you, John. I really appreciate it. Uh, this has been Matt Barbie with Time for Success here with the guest, John Duckworth. And uh, again, it's truetitle.com is, is his website. And if you need any more information about uh, running into, or if you run into, you're trying to close on a house or a commercial deal, right? Right. Uh, residential or commercial. Uh, and you're, you're stuck at a stuck point, they've got some creative solutions. And um, again, this is Matt Barbie, business growth strategist. And if you're looking to try to grow your business or you're trying to create a business that's going to give your family the, the life that you guys always dreamed of, please reach out, 314-441-5423.